So you live in the northern hemisphere of the world, right? Pretty self-explanatory. So long story short, you're just going about your day, you're doing your thing, and then you start speaking with somebody, whether it's at your work or whatever you're doing that day, a stranger that you don't know, right? What ends up happening, folks, is that after speaking to this person who you've had a very pleasant experience with, maybe you were joking around with them, maybe you were just, you know, shooting the shit metaphorically and things like that, and you go home that night and all of a sudden your ankle starts to itch and you say, okay, you know, this is just an itch. Everybody gets itchy. You know, the skin gets irritated. Things happen. It depends on the environment you're in and things like that. But then it continues on and on. You then go to the doctors and say, like, what is this? Because you don't see any rash. You don't see anything on your skin of any kind, right? And then next thing you know, the doctor examines it. The doctor's face, they, they use a piece of technology to examine, you know, the very, very molecular, at the most molecular level of your ankle, what's going on. Maybe there's some infection, maybe there's some germs, you're not sure, right? And then the doctor's face goes as white as a ghost and looks at you and says, are you sure everything is okay? And you say, yes, of course, why wouldn't it be, right? And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, a handful of men in black come storming in to the doctor's office. They pick you up, they throw you into the, to a black Escalade, and then you suddenly disappear. Now, you might be saying, Dave, what the hell? Where did, where did that come from? How do you, you know, what's going on here? Well, let's jump right into it. The Nasara, using Archon hybrids to dismantle the Insectoids Arco program, and in brackets, Tizar 3. So first off, I just want to explain what Tizar 3 is because I don't want the audience, I don't want any of you to be confused while we break down the fundamental principles of this. So take a look right here, folks. This is according to starseedportal.org and this right here is an image captured allegedly of a being that is classified by human governments as Tizar 3. Now, this is allegedly a form of energetic infiltration that is called a walk-in, if you will. And I'd like to thank my friends, you know who you are, for introducing me to this concept, but the concept is that is this. You remember the previous public episode about soulless humans and how all the all the elites need is basically half of the population to constantly be reincarnating and they can continue their drastic measures of formulating and curating a timeline directive and relative to the way that they want, right? Well, what happens here with Tizar 3 is that this is a way by lifting up their eyeballs and essentially putting as much light as you can possibly to it using, you know, uh, different types of um, equipment, whether it's a microscope with a, with an infrared light or something like this, it irritates the camouflage they are using, which then opens up the true sector of the eyeball, which we can see with our own five senses, hence the form, the, uh, hence the term camouflage. Now, with that being said, what we first need to understand overall here, folks, is the limitations of psychological self-work and analysis. So let's take a look here. This is according to Biblioteca Plates, but again, these, this is just an indexing site from many different websites. So when considering the reality of a theory, or many different sources, excuse me, when considering the reality of etheric implants, spirit attachments, and hyperdimensional slash psychic attacks, one is also shown the limits of psychological analysis as a healing model. Now let's take a look. 
The more I delve into research on the topic while simultaneously reflecting on my own experiences, life, and self-work, as well as talking to other people about their experiences and struggles, I come to a greater realization regarding how relying on psychological self-work alone can create a kind of tunnel vision which focuses on symptoms that are attached with all kinds of labels. And quote. Notice the example I just gave, the symptom of the itching, right? We immediately think it has to do with some physical, scientific, or genetic manifestation manifestation that can only be explained by science and then that's it you know you get some cream or something that will remove the itching and that's it so the question then becomes in this metaphorical example i gave what did the doctor see that is occurring here well the the, the concept of a walk-in from an interdimensional being is that they actually take over your body not necessarily your soul but it's kind of like driving a car but this time you're not actually the driver you're in the back seat you are conscious and aware of what is going on but you cannot control anything once that walk-in has been given the ability to enter your body right and so the best example i could probably give is the film or the movie get out you remember in the scene when uh, uh, the, the lucid dreams that the person is having were basically even while they're awake because of hypnotization, their actual consciousness cannot control their body. Therefore, they're literally being controlled by, you know, the the, the hypnotists and the, 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 the psychopaths that are, you know, taking advantage of them. It, it's basically like that. You see everything that's going on, but you have little to no control, if anything at all. Now, let's take a look at this right here, because this whole concept of the tunnel vision concept and apparatus tends to consist with a lot of what the archons tend to do with correspondence of kundalini and many other interesting things that tie in on a much larger level so let's take a look even worse being stuck in these tunnel visions of psychology especially when it comes to treating them with psychiatric medications and their myriad side effects can make things worse in the long run killing our souls so to speak and cutting us off from our inner purpose when the reality is that any crisis is simply part of the healing process and there is nothing wrong with it. So let's take a look at this right here. End quote. Kundalini and the alien force. Now, this is where the ties are threes come in because the insectoids are trying to control the Arco program having to dismantle the Archon hybrids. Now, this is a little bit confusing. So, Archon hybrids are generally children that are being experimented on within the deep underground military bases, but only in the northern hemisphere. Okay, which is why I gave the example at the beginning, making you more susceptible to that type of itchiness because the infiltration from a walk-in, if you will, actually starts from the feet and works its way up thanks to something called Gwen, but we'll be covering that in the next public episode. But anyways, let's take a look here. One of the stickiest subjects in Gnostic studies is the question of sexual practices. Did they do it or didn't they? By some accounts, Gnostics were ascetics who rejected, excuse me, rejected the world as the fabrication of a pseudo creator. All right. Identified by them as an alien deity or archon and quote. Now, it's not about what you believe, who controls us, what's taken over the world and things like that. There is an interdimensional form of evidence that we have seen through pictures of Noah, NASA that have leaked out and in some cases have actually been declassified for many, many years of interdimensional beings overlooking us from the relative confines of space in correspondence to the electromagnetic, I guess you could say, gravitational waves that are being emitted from Earth. But this is the best part out of all of it. So take a look. Let's head back to Project Woodpecker. And we looked at this document before, but let's take a look here. The harp, again, everyone knows what harp is, but we'll, just for the sake of covering it, high frequency active aurora research program is located 
in the northeastern part of Gakona. It is large enough to cover most of the northern hemisphere. Notice the data point connections here, folks. It is, however, but one of other such sites, some of which are known as ionospheric research instruments scattered around the world. Now, this is the best part. The original research concerning the electron cyclotron resonance heating method was done by Nikola Tesla. All right. This is the ECRHM and later expanded upon by not only Soviet scientists, but also by U.S. scientists such as Bernard J. Eastland, a scientist who was associated with ARCO, the Atlantic Richfield Oil Corporation, end quote. Now, before I go on. This is when it's going to get really significant and important, folks. So first off, we have to break this down very strongly. Nikola Tesla later expanded upon by not only Soviet scientists, but also by U.S. scientists. Now, notice something. Bob Lazar, let's make a quick connection here, but very fundamentally important. He mentioned many times over it, and all you got to do is look at the Joe Rogan episode where he talked about how his former partner, who he used to call... I mean, he, he called him a couple different names, but he used a fake name. But his partner's actual real name was Ben. But Ben actually meant Bernard or Bernie, if you will, right? Now, take a look at this. I cannot confirm if his partner was this person. But Bob Lazar also mentioned that at the same time, they were working with Soviet scientists in the Los Alamos area for a handful of years until something happened where they basically kicked out the Soviets and said, you know, go back to Russia. This was, you know, mid to late 80s, if you will. So it kind of made sense. But that is the energetic reverse engineering extraterrestrial side which the Tizars have influence in but let's take a look at this right here Arco, which is the Atlantic Richfield Oil Corporation, has traditionally been controlled by members of the CFR, which is not supposed to be the case. Again, they're supposed to be a private corporation, but again, when you're in that elite circle, it doesn't really matter, right? But you know what the CFR is? The Council on Foreign Relations. All right, because the patents were transferred to APTI, which is an Arco Power Technology Industry in the late 1980s, which is a Los Angeles, California subsidiary of Arco. APTI then sold out to E-Systems on June 10th, 1994, which company has pretty much over the years been under the control and influence of the CIA, which then again, E-Systems, Electronic Systems, notice how that correlates to the Tor episode about the infiltration and the similarities that quantum physicists are making on a public level level that again the cia nor any formal academic institution of you know a respected or pronounced person a profound person with that type of knowledge would reveal because it would basically devalue industries and collapse everything overnight but again let's carry on on april 3rd 1995 e-systems sold out to the still larger raytheon corporations end quote guys i don't know how much more obvious we have to get here Look at this. This is just a handoff from one intelligence agency or one intelligence uh, from one company to another, excuse me, being controlled by the intelligence agencies. So what we're seeing here is that not only do governments actually believe and correlate and understand to an, to a certain degree within the compartmental, compartmentalizational factional units, excuse me, I've been recording for a little bit while today. I'm a little bit uh, rusty, but anyways. They understand that there is, in fact, a correlation, which is why as well, too, I've also mentioned, which members will know this, that when Louis Elizondo says that he was told by his superiors at the Pentagon that some of the UFO craft that they are pursuing should not be pursued because they are demonic, as a matter of fact, seems to correlate to a more accurate definition than initially thought, because it seems like the negative entities, which are, again, the archons, which we see every so often from satellite images from space that clearly look like interdimensional faces and bodies, if you 
you will, are harnessing glyphosate to enact the Nasara. So let's break that down. What is glyphosate? Now, glyphosate is a broad spectrum systemic herbicide and crop desic uh, desiccant. It is an organophosphorus compound. Man, that's a big word. Specifically a phosphonate, specifically a phosphonate, which acts by inhibiting the plant enzyme phosphate synthase. It is used to kill weeds, especially annual broadleaf weeds and grasses that compete with crops. End quotes. So you might be saying, Dave, why do why are we looking at any of this? Well, it has been proven right here of a pilot that speaks on chemtrails that he was witnessing from the early 2000s. Now, before you turn away and you say, oh my God, chemtrails, this and that, he talks about how glyphosate has quietly been poured on to the public within just the Northern Hemisphere, folks, by the way, just in the Northern Hemisphere that correlates with the Nasara. And we'll get to, to, to what the Nasara is in a minute, but let's take a look right here. Pilot speaks on chemtrails, the following list of ingredients was born, which is interesting, from these military experiments relative to the way in which they would drop feed it to the public to be allowed to be used in public products. It's not like it was, when they say born here, it's not like it was just discovered right then and there from a military project, but let's take a look here. Glyphosate, alum I mean, that's a given, aluminum oxide, barium oxide, bacteria, such as anthrax and pneumonia 9 chemicals, including acetylclonine chloride, 26 heavy metals including arsenic, gold, lead, mercury, silver, uranium, and zinc, 4 molds and fungi, 7 viruses, 2 cancers, 2 vaccines, 2 sedatives, E. coli, salmonella, and thorium. This is insane, folks. What we're, end quote. What we're seeing here is that the concept of chemtrails on a public level is there to actually cover up the operations that were done 20 to 25, maybe even 30 years ago. That's what some proposals say, having to do with this operation that seems to be a correspondence of the way in which things are just blanketed metaphorically from the mainstream media. And we see that. We see that happen all the time, right? But let's take a look here, too. In retrospect, I have to wonder if they knew the plane was laying chemtrails. I do not think there is much doubt. The view from where I live looks at the Alaska-San Francisco flyway. The events of that afternoon left that trail embedded in my mind. I find it I found it hard not to look up. I started seeing the dozens of the same white lines during each day. A long aviation a longtime aviation family I knew introduced me to the word chemtrails. Now I actually had something to look up and discuss with others, although most were not familiar with the term. End quote. This is before for the pilot, right, was actually experimenting with chemicals that he was then privy to with co in correspondence with what was actually happening in that project there. Now, let's carry on. Let's understand what the Nasara is because, again, folks, what we're seeing here is the use of hyperdimensionality hyper being correlated through the Tor project that we discussed in uh, the, the public episode from a couple days ago in correspondence with the Nasara. And again, I'm sorry for, keep, for holding you guys back on what the Nasara is. So, let's take a look. The National Economic Security and Reform Act, also called the Reformation Act. There is right now a law in the books that when announced immediately improves your life, folks. And this is actually true. So take a look at this. Nasara initiates peace immediately and provides forgiveness of credit card, mortgage, and other bank debts as remedy for bank and government frauds, abolishes the IRS, creates flat rate non-essential new items only sales tax revenue for government, initiates U.S. Treasury Bank 
bank system, which absorbs the Federal Reserve, keep that in mind, folks, and new precious metals-backed U.S. Treasury currency. It restores constitutional law and requires resignations of the current administration to be replaced by constitutionally acceptable Nassara president and vice president designates until new elections within 120 days. And it finally, sorry for the long list, but I didn't write this, <laughs> requires the president designate to declare peace, enabling international banking improvements to proceed smoothly, ends U.S. aggressive military actions immediately, and many more improvements. Now, end quote, the concept of this is to allow for the financial and legal and economic ramifications to infiltrate our minds before the insectoids try to extract, if you will, the different forms of energy that we can see through the eyeball of the ties R3. And the reason for this is because, again, essentially, I mean, it's unfortunate... Well, again, we can debate this, but the United States basically runs the world in a lot of aspects, at least on a militaristic standpoint, economic, and you name it. So, again, if this Nassara Act were to be in, uh, introduced, if you will, okay, which was actually according to the MikeRothschild.com, began its life in the late 1980s, right, as the National Economic Security and Recovery Act. So, it's not like this is anything conspiratorial. This has been around for a while. If this is enacted, what happens is the Archon influence will then be diminished, but there's always a catch because like in life, the esoteric sense of things, just like the composition of mathematics, there's a yin and a yang, a one and a zero, a value and then a non-value, right? What then ends up happening is the Archons will be rid of that type of control that they have over the con the grasp, um, the, the, excuse me, the, the grasping dimensionality of humanity using hyperdimension dimensionality that would then allow for the insectoids to infiltrate so what we have here folks is a combination of different alien races that are using different forms of technology that are putting us in the middle of two different unfortunate scenarios and i know that because let's take a look and we know that excuse me because if we look at medicalexpress.com ancient gut microbiomes may offer clues to modern diseases so now what ends up happening is when Nasara is enacted, it then changes the frequency that is emitted by the mass consciousness because now people start to think, oh, I don't have to pay bills anymore. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I might actually be truly free. But then what ends up happening is that itch, that itch in your skin and your ankles that I gave an example of at the beginning of this episode actually starts to come and infiltrate itself through the use of this arconic type of energetic um infiltration if you will and we see that right here again this is may 12 2021 you think it's a fluke that i'm making this episode at the same time these things are being released this is just today i mean as of the day i'm recording this this is today right so ancient gut microbiomes may offer clues to modern diseases scientists are rapidly gathering evidence that variants of gut microbiomes the collections of bacteria and other microbes in our digestive digestive systems excuse me may play harmful roles in diabetes and other diseases and quote oh just now they realized that oh i'm sorry you see what I'm saying here, folks? Because again, it's the form of drop feeding using hyperdimensionality into the concept of the body knowledge of that of the Gnostic example I gave at the beginning and the different forms of the alien de deity or archon of Kundalini's frequencies and things like this that we can actually associate with hyperdimensionality and things like that. So, I want all of you to let me know what you think. I know that it is a lot to take in, but we will catch you very, very soon. Cheers.